Good morning. Good morning. I was excited. I got up at 4.45, 4.47 to be exact this morning, um, waking up to, uh, because I'm excited about what I do. And I would, get, I would venture to guess that probably maybe not 5% of you are that excited about the job that you have or the business that you're in. I used to ask for hands like I did last night, and we only had one liar last night. But I used to ask for hands, how many are excited about what, and people to raise their hand, that's all bullshit. Because you're not. You're not. But after 21 and a half years in this seminar, I've given a lot of times, and I've seen a lot of sorry cunts like you before, I'm still excited. I, I couldn't sleep. That's what our aim is. For you to develop. Jim Ryan, arguably, the best long-distance runner who never won a gold medal at the Olympics, he fell down in the 1968 Olympics in the 1500 meter, told me many years ago, Dan, motivation gets you started, good habits keep you going. I have extraordinary habits, and I have had for decades. Most of you have habits that are all fucked. You got bad habits. You got a wife who's a cunt. You got kids that are no fucking good. You got parents that fucked you up. So, I mean, how, how can you possibly expect to be anything other than you are? But yet, as we talk through this seminar, in the third or fourth day, there's a chart that says, uh, if you're 30 years old, you've been around 250,000 hours, more or less. And uh, we can change those 250,000 hours of bad habits, lack of motivation, etc., etc. Part of the first step is that you're here. You're here. And for some of you, for maybe all of you, you think that paying the 10,000 pounds is a lot of money when it's not. Uh, as I, I've, I've mentioned in my uh, newsletters, uh, I didn't know I hadn't raised the price since 1999 until somebody last year reminded me, a Dutch movie star, he says, you know, how come you haven't raised the fucking price? I paid 10 grand in 1999. And it, I hadn't even focused on it, didn't even think about it. Because I enjoy what I do. And I'm certainly not getting rich off of you fucks. Now, I've been told that I could fill these rooms up at 100,000 pounds. Not with you fucks, because you don't have 100 grand. Well, a couple of you do. But that's not the, that's not the program. Although I, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't raise the price later on this year. But um, I'm not positive about that. My accountants are pounding on me that I should do something. Uh, but uh, OK. We'll get around to the movie later uh, and what you saw last night. But um, I'm not positive about that. My accountants are pounding on me that I should do something. Uh, but uh, OK. We'll get around to the movie later uh, and what you saw last night. Uh, and one of the final comments before I left you guys and before we went to dinner is I said, how come in the 90s they used to drink until the sun came up in the snooker room? We used to drink at lunch. And the people that are on that wall, many of them are from that vintage. What has happened to mankind 
in the last 15, 18 years. Again, is that all they did? What? Just alcohol? No, that we didn't do any drugs. We've never done drugs here. We have had, uh, and this is the God's honest truth. One time, the, uh, I was uh, asleep behind the snook bar in the snooker room, and the sun was coming up, and so, and as I stood up behind the bar. I saw two people having sex on the snooker table. And they're not the first people to ever have sex on the snooker table, believe me. But they were the first two men. <laughs> they were the first two men. And uh, one of these guys, he was, I mean, he, he looked like a fucking movie star. But, um, so we've seen it all. We've seen a Harvard medical doctor with my hand on my heart stand on the snooker table masturbate, fall off, break his fucking leg, yes, and one of the guys that's been very successful going through this seminar, who created hundreds of millions of dollars, who was a joiner, a carpenter, make him a splint for his leg, and he didn't go to the hospital. Now that was the fucking 90s. Now look at you sorry cunts. So what's happened? Well, we're going to talk about what's happened as we go through this. Shalom, Gates. hey dude, salute, fuck yous, you cunt. That's what they say in Glasgow. Fuck yous, you cunt. But welcome to my humble abode that I've lived here 31 years and with snow on the ground. I was, uh, I was uh, worried that some of you wouldn't get here because you'd fall and break your legs and you know, you'd cry because it was too cold, you couldn't go out of your room. Now, I want to get a couple of myths out of the way before we get into the seminar. Now, this is the hallway from the ground floor in between the library and the drawing room. The door is closed, you can't see it. But this is the staircase, some people say it's a secret staircase, to the main tower that was built in 1468. And you can see a timestamp here, uh, November 1, 2014, 1148. Can, everybody, can the people that are close up see that? Okay, now, this is the same minute in that green mist is one of the ghosts that we have here. And we just had a ghost experience about 10 days ago. And for some reason, um, I don't know why, but we've had a few in the last few weeks. But at one time, about 25 years ago, the entire castle was enveloped in this green mist. Green is good ghost. Brown is bad. Red is fucking awful. So if you're walking around and you see brown or red, I would get in your car if you got a car, get a taxi and leave. But green is okay. Green is okay. We do have ghosts. The place is haunted. And the, the uh, Bishop of St. Andrews first documented the, the ghost in 1629. And there's a whole story why we have, we have two women ghosts. But basically, they were violated. I think I mentioned at a dinner, an old Scottish knees up, a pick -up, typical party. They raped her, and then she killed herself. She jumped off the fucking uh, tower. Security, you're here because you're going to decide, you have decided, hopefully, that, that you either want security which some of you have secure jobs, secure businesses, or you want financial freedom. It's a simple thing. You didn't have to pay me 10 grand to come here. It's a simple equation. You either 
want security, which means virtually no change, or you want financial freedom. But to get financial freedom, you've got to take risk. And by the way, I told you, you're not getting the seminar slides, so you, you better fucking take notes. You'll get a big package of information, but you're not getting these slides because we've ascertained you sit with your thumb up your ass in a coma looking at the slides and you're, and you know, there's, there, there's uh, many studies that say, you know, you'll write it down and it, it's better to learn. Okay. Though every, through every generation of the human race, there has been a constant war, a war with fear. Those who have the courage to conquer it uh, are made free and those who are co conquered by it are made to suffer until they have the courage to defeat it or death takes them. Alexander the Great said that a long time ago. So when you ask yourself, when is Dan going to talk about how do you get the fucking money? By the second day, you, by the afternoon of the second day, how do you get the fucking money? The money's easy. That's the easy part. What did your accountant tell you about money? There's more money available today than any time he's ever seen in his career. And I've been saying that for a long, long time. Money's not the issue, guys. Money's the easy part of the equation. It's finding the deals. That's the hard part of the equation. Money's no problem. You can get that. Every fucking Rufus deal in this room or watching me on YouTube can be financed. Every fucking one. Doesn't matter how stupid it is. And most of your deals, after looking at your business, your uh, sheets are pretty fucking stupid. Victory is always possible for the person who refuses to stop fighting. Julius Caesar had a long wish to capture the British. He sailed to uh, the British Isles, qu uh, quietly unloaded his troops and supplies, and gave the order to burn the ships. He then called all of his men together and said, Now it's either win or perish. We have no choice. With that single order, he guaranteed the success of his campaign. He knew that the people uh, who have, would have no other alternative will accept no other, and always win. If you put yourself in the position, and we're going to teach you how to put yourself in the position that you burn your ships, I guarantee you'll win. Heretofore, up till now, most of you don't have the balls to burn the ships. You got a mortgage. How many people have mortgages in the room? How many have kids? How many support parents? I used to bring a loaded gun in here, and you could go like this, put it in your mouth, except we just redecorated the place, so I don't want you to fuck up the, the paint and shit. But. but those are the excuses you use. I will never ask you to do something you can't do if you don't quit. Never. And I will also never ask you to do something that I haven't done countless times. But you will say, and it's already in your little pea brains, well, I'm not Dan Pena. I don't have the communication skills. I don't have the charisma. I don't have the gravitas. And all the other bullshit words. But you don't have to have them. Dr. George doesn't have them. He's got some of them. And he will talk about some of his successes in the last 12 months. Matt, Matt the moron doesn't have them. I mean, he's, he's only 19 years old. He fucking, he, he doesn't even know how to jack off yet. <laughs> The number one pennyism, we're going to talk about a lot of pennyisms, about 20 or 30 of them, 
is to not waste time on things you can't change. Not waste time on things you can't change. My prime example of this, um, how many have in-laws? Okay. Can you change your in-laws? No. Hopefully you haven't wasted any time trying to change your in-laws. I see people chuckling. Okay. Well, in-laws are like most of the things you've learned. They're not changeable. <laughs> so, and that's why conventional wisdom is almost always wrong. So as we go through this, think about, you know, not wasting time on things that can't change. There's certain things you can't change. There's certain things. There's certain parts of the country or the world or the planet or the continent that you live in. There's the social mores are such that you're never going to change them. It's not going to happen. Here in Scotland, people are mean. Mean meaning cheap. Andrew Carnegie, who's right there, the greatest entrepreneur of all time. He's one of my influencers. Okay, He comes from just down the road in Dunfermline. Little fuck. Left here, depending on what story you want to believe, between 7 and 12 years old. Went to America and, and, and accumulated the, the greatest amount of wealth ever uh, in, in current terms, in current dollars. I mean, it's in the hundreds of trillions. In his terms, uh, he created five, six hundred million bucks, uh, which I, I relate to. I created five, six hundred million bucks myself, but the difference was a hundred years. And uh, the, uh, but, so it's, it's no secret that the Scots are very canny businessmen, uh, not, not, notwithstanding uh, him. And we're going to teach you how to be a canny businessman. Okay, YouTubers, thank you very much.